The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Tangentic Podcast. I'm Seth. With me is Swoosh. Hi. Unfortunately, the saga of John Doe trying to find a house has continued, although it has quote-unquote ended. He's not in it yet, but apparently he signed some paperwork on a rental, so hopefully he'll be back next week. Now he just needs to get internet and he should be okay. Yeah. And we'll finally have some wonderful tales of him trying to find a house. Oh, man. You're, you're going to get Rental Stories oh. Episode 2 the, the minute he gets back. The shit we've had in the group chat so far has been great. It, as I said, I'm super happy he's finally found a place. He was talking about potentially having to sleep on the floor of his uh, son's place. It's just like, oh man, feeling yeah. for you right now. Yeah, that that's never a fun place to be. So, good on you, Jondo. We'll look Hello. forward to you being back. I can't imagine Jondo being back on a university campus and having a lot of fun. I mean, an Australian one, maybe not so much. If he was on an American one. Oh, yeah, true. He'd be, like, running the frat house. Yeah. He'd just appear in the frat house and never leave. That would be his new property. Somehow it would stop being in, in Greek letters and it would just be called Dan's place. <laughs> Alright, so, uh... Unfortunately, that little bit of positive news is going to counterbalance by... We're back to talking about layoffs. Yay! Now, from the, the first same one, offenders too, I think. I don't think Sony had before. I know EA has. Yeah. But first up, we're going to talk about Sony. Now, mm. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna freely admit I am going to wildly speculate here. Yay, yeah, speculation is my favorite kind of thing. Because we have the the article in which they Sony put out their big announcement on on what's going on, and they're like, okay, we're cutting. Staff from Insomniac, Naughty Dog, and uh, Guerrilla Games. Which makes me sad, because they have some really good studios. Oh yeah, they're big major studios. I mean, Ratchet and Clank's going to take a fucking hit from that alone. Mm. Now, here's the thing. They say they're doing that, and then in the later part of the article, they point out that they had to can a bunch of projects. Yeah. Here's my wild speculation. They shit-canned a bunch of projects they put a bunch of money into. Then someone was like, we have to recoup the cost somehow. Fire people. But why from these bigger... Like, I understand the bigger ones would have more people to fire, sure. Uh, they would probably... also probably have better paid people. So yeah. cutting them off means you make a better return. But there's also a bunch of lower-end studios that they have that are just doing mobile games and that kind of bullshittery. Why not cut the fat there? Why go for the things that are making your big ticket items? I, is it just to scare them? I don't know. Maybe. Well, they haven't stated where these projects that got cancelled are from. Hmm. Maybe it was from some of those studios. I don't know. Maybe, I don't maybe know they're firing all the project... marketing guys. Let's hope they're firing the marketing guys. Because let's be honest, be marketing nice. guys are kind of shit at the moment. Either they overpromise, or they get the hype train started far too early. But, like I said, that's wild speculation for me. It's just weird that they're like, we're firing people and we're shit-canning all these projects. We could basically rename this entire podcast Wild Speculation, I think. I mean, yeah. But, you know, at least I'm not the president, the CEO of Sony showing up to a studio a <laughs> week before you shit-can them all. Oh, the, the, the picture that's going around of him just smiling with the crew and just, like, looking all happy. It's like, yeah, this is a great day. And then went home, and the fact that it happened six days after that means he would have had to have basically immediately signed paperwork, or had already signed paperwork, getting rid of his jobs. To, to annul an entire studio? Yeah. He would have had to have known before he went there. Absolutely. Like, no way no you turn that. around in six days the firing of an entire studio. Yeah. Like, it, I'm assuming he probably turned up that day to tell the higher-ups there... Hey, we're shutting you down. I'm going to have a picture of your staff now, okay? And then went and got a photo op. 
I have no idea. But oh, yeah. it looks scummy as fuck. Oh, yeah. It, it's almost as scummy as ScoMo turning up to a bushfire thing to ha- shake hands with people instead of actually helping. He's never going to live that shit down. He's never going to live that or going to Hawaii down, let's be honest. Like, I mean, given the fact that the two are related, it makes it even worse. Oh, fuck but yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, um, back a couple of years ago, there was that massive bushfire that like took out like half the eastern seaboard. Decimated Hell, the koala population, which is now got- fundamentally extinct. Oh, yeah. It's a critically endangered species. Yeah. And it doesn't help that uh, in, you know, the New South Wales government keeps allowing logging rights into koala habitats. Yeah. But not the point. There was this big bushfire, and it was big enough that, like, big YouTubers from America were like, you should probably donate to the Australians. Shit's fucked. Yeah. That's how big this fire was. Our, uh, our equivalent of the Prime Minister... Um, Basically, yeah, he is the president. Yeah, I said the right word instead of the wrong. <laughs> um, our, our our version of the president, the prime minister, went on holiday to Hawaii midway through this crisis. It, he wasn't already there. He left when this crisis was yeah. unfolding. So because he promised his family he would. At which point, oh, I, I promised my kids I'd go to Hawaii. We'd, we'd all go to Hawaii. He's like, then send your kids. I am not going to say your kids have to suffer, but you're running a country, sir. You need to be here when it's currently on fucking fire. Yeah. Uh, and and then, he begrudgingly came back after the entire country bullied him. Oh, some some Australian saw him, took a photo and went, why the fuck is he here? Yeah. And it just viral. If you want to see the aftermath of that, definitely check out Friendly Geordie's videos on it. Like He does oh, yeah. a, a full breakdown on stuff. It's great. Uh, there's actually a great um, ABC documentary called Nemesis that yes. no, uh, I've seen includes that it. It's really good. That one actually mm. covers the entire current run of the last big run of the Liberals in Australia. Yeah. And how much that was a clusterfuck. Oh, clusterfuck isn't even going to cover that. I know. But, uh... It, also, also scummy. Uh, as we, like we, we, we give our PMs really shitty names because we're Australian. So, you know, Scott Morrison became ScoMo or Scotty from marketing. <laughs> That's right, because he was the fuckwit who had the um, Where the Bloody Hell Are You slogan, which actually hurt our economy at one point. Because... I mean, it made sense for Australians, but it's like, dude, this is an international ad. What the fuck are you doing? It made sense for Australians. I, yes, I agree. But because um, one of our biggest tourism uh, parties is Japan, Mm. and they are very much, like, proper and traditional in most cases when they're coming across, and they don't like swearing as much, so that came off bad for them, so they just stopped coming for a while. Mm. So Scotty from marketing fucked up big, and then he got in charge of the country, so you can always fail upwards, I guess. Yeah, apparently. But when he got back from Hawaii, he went out into the some of the most ravaged areas mm. and tried oh. to get photo ops with fireys, and they had they were not taking a fucking bar. Of there it. is an absolute legend out there somewhere who was a, a fiery who was sitting down having essentially just a disassociation break because he'd seen some shit, and you know Skomo walks up, tries to shake his hand, and he just looks at him. And you know, continues to sit there cross arm like, go the fuck away. Like, no, I'm not shaking your hand. And, and then like, Sco- Oh, he looks so hurt by it, didn't he? No, no. The best bit is he tries to, like, pick his hand up to shake it, despite oh, the fact yes. this guy doesn't want to. Oh, that was the, the weird part. Fuck. Meanwhile, the opposition leader was in the back actually doing volunteering. Yeah, he was actually at a stall, like, giving food out. Yeah, he turned up with a shit ton of food. The guy was yeah. great. And not once did he tell the media he was going there. It was all Skomo who brought it for him. And then they copped him there going, Hey, what are you doing here, bud? Uh, I mean, my my favorite one is still the the fiery who rolls up. Hey, man, are you the media? Tell Skomo, get fucked from Nelligan. Oh, yes. Fuck yeah, Nelligan. Oh, that dude is that. That dude, Aussie legend right there. Absolutely. That's the embodiment of the Australian angry spirit. Like, just, fuck you, you bastard. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, that that kerfuffle was fun. 
Yeah. Yeah, Fun it's... in the way of a, a train wreck you can't look away from. It's like, <laughs> that's terrible, but you have to laugh or you're going to cry. What's dumb is it's not even the worst thing you can lay at his feet. Oh, when he became the Minister for Women? I was more thinking of Robodet. Oh, fuck. Oh, Robodet. I forgot. Because Robodet was brought in by ScoMo. That's right. Fuck. He did some dumb shit. He initiated Robodet, which caused people to actually unalive themselves. So, uh, what happened with that one, because, you know, another very regionally Australian thing. Yeah. Um, our, uh, welfare system settling, they set up an automated system to essentially go, oh, you owe us money, Mm. pay us now, and we're cutting you off until you do. Yeah. It fucked up so hard that people were cut off with massive debts that the government said they owed them. So, yeah, they, they... they saw their only way out as no longer being alive. Yeah. And that and that court case is still going. It's a well-documented thing that that's why it happened, too. Robo-Dead yeah. is a massive fucker. Well, a, a lot of them, like, horrible things to say, but they not quite name it, but they uh, point to it in any letters or media they left behind. It's like, I can't do this. This uh, this has yeah. ruined me. This is If yeah. I don't do this, my family suffers. And these people got pushed into a corner by something he put in. Uh, and his response that hadn't been to that properly was tested, to... not designed oh, yeah. properly, and was rushed out to to be like we did something. Yeah, rushed out because it was a campaign year. So, and then he made himself minister for women. He made himself every minister. He did that, telling like, anyone. Yeah, which was fucking. No, I love the fact that when people found out he was the minister for women. It was the dumbest thing. It's like, how how is the Minister for Women a man? Th- this does not compute. You don't have the required credentials for this, sir. You should not have been accepted for this role. Especially or you should when, have said no. <laughs> especially because there are plenty of women in politics. There's so many. It's like, not like, oh, it's just guys, so of course a man is running the women's section. Yeah. No, 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 no. You've got plenty. They're on your cabinet. Look, we have an ex-prime minister you could have put into the job. We've got Gillard running around somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have put Gillard in that role. Like, like, as much as I didn't like how she got into power, I did like the shit she got up to. She wasn't bad. Uh, I, I mean, that's Labour, though. Yeah. Labour tends to be a lot of the getting shit done, whereas the Liberals are like, one, we hate the poor, so fuck them. Yeah. And two, we're going to have such a surplus. You shouldn't have a massive surplus. It should be getting fucking used to make the country better. That would be really good for, like, to put that surplus to. Education. Health. You know, those things we need. Yeah. be great. I mean, I'm, I, I've been in hospital a bunch of times lately. I mm. pointed out a couple podcasts ago how, how I had pneumonia. Yeah. Haven't paid for any of it, so, like, I'm super happy we live in this country. But it could still be better. Oh, fuck yeah. Like... Getting stuck waiting for, like, hours on end to do anything or get any kind of help is not ideal. Uh, thank fuck we're not as bad as the American health system, but I swear to God, the given the chance, the, you know, the liberals would have us in that system. They would I mean, they'd have already ripped apart Medicare by now. Yeah, they were trying. Definitely trying. They keep trying. They yeah. never stop. I don't want to Medicare's pay for our government-assisted medical program, and it's 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 the only reason I think a lot of people even get to see a doctor. Yeah, absolutely. Like the way I've always viewed it is, um, if you're running a country, you should not be paid more than the average medium income. Like, you should be on the the base wage essentially. So, like, if you want that to increase, you must increase the base wage. You only prosper if the country prospers. In the same way, if you are running a country or if you're a minister for a country, you should not be having private health care or private education. You should be using the public avenues for this because that's what you're put, you're working to achieve and make better. Yeah, you, need to, you need to stand behind the product, essentially. If you don't trust the public systems to look after your kids and your health, why the fuck should we? You're never going to get that one over the line. Oh, absolutely! Like that's not. that's just never going to happen. It would take burning everything down and starting again from the ashes to get that one through. Mm. I mean, not that I think you get the pay one through either, but like that one feels like some reality somewhere that could happen. Yeah, the the education and healthcare one—that's just like 
No. In the infinite universes, it's never happened. Yeah. Guaranteed. That's the only stable constant. Oh. Pretty much. But, yes, uh, we, we got a bit distracted by shoddy things leading to Australian politics, which I, you know, I get how we got on that tangent. Uh, Look, we, we took a chance to, to bitch about ScoMo, and I think every Australian takes that opportunity anytime they can. And we, ha- we have so far avoided doing that on this podcast so far, which is fine. Yeah. Um, what else do we have to talk about today? Uh, more layoffs. Oh, fuck, that's right. We only got through the first half of layoffs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't, keeps going. we hadn't... We hadn't talked about the ones for me yet. That's right. They laid off a, a decent portion of people from what I saw. Uh, 670 individuals. Jesus. That's not And cancelled the newest Star Wars game that was in development at Respawn. God. At this point, I don't see them getting any more, like, Star Wars jobs from Disney. Like, I know that Disney has branched out to other companies and stuff. Like, that's fucking yes. awesome. Um... But EA has dropped the ball so many times and they keep promising games and then not bringing them out or cancelling them midway through. At some point, a higher up at Disney has to go, stop doing this, you're making us look bad now. You're making people excited for a thing (laughs) and then they don't get it. And they come to us complaining because we're your manager. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure that's why they they gave... Ubisoft, the contract to make uh, Outlaws? Yes, and so far Outlaws looks pretty good from everything we've seen. Looks better than anything EA's put out lately. Oh, fuck yeah. And yeah, I am including Jedi in that because they did it once. They just did did it again. Yeah, Jedi was fun the first time. The second one was more of the same, which I didn't hate, but it was also just more of the same. I don't know, actually, like, I was kind of simmered on my enjoyment of that game I haven't gone back to it I played through once yeah same here Hmm. but like that one playthrough I didn't feel nearly as like fulfilled yeah no the original had a lot more fulfillment in it absolutely the push to have more of an open world design I think was a net negative yeah because I I liked the uh, the way that the movement techniques did improve like that was an actual good improvement Mm. you felt like a Jedi who had the power to move around and do shit that was good Mm. but there was nothing it was nothing much more yeah Mm. shifting the the game into more of a like find the dungeon vibe yeah I don't think worked for me I much preferred the The... yeah I know the levels were quite large in in the first one and one could argue they're kind of open worldy but it was pretty railroady yeah they were They were built the same way the old Ratchet and Clank games were, where you st- you start at a landing point, and then you've got like three paths off like, different directions, and you go down that path to the end point, get back to the, f- the start, then go down the next one and loop back around. Yeah. Uh, and I like that style of doing things, and I'm not going to lie, it's pretty good. I think it made for a stronger game. It also lets them show off uh, bigger looking worlds, but also restrict you. Where it's like, yeah. this looks grand and amazing, and oh, there's a giant creature over there, isn't that gorgeous? But you can't get to it, which mm. is okay with me, because, you know, I, I don't need to go explore every mountain. Like, I feel like we were missing the the big, like, oh my god, set pieces. Like, in mm. the first one, I still remember coming up in the water, climbing on the side of the, um, what is it, the AT-ATs? Yeah. As they walk up on the beach, you're hanging onto the moss. Oh, on the outside, nice. it's like this is so fucking epic. We actually I, got a good sense of scale for them for once. It was good. Whereas I can't, I I, I can't remember anything from the second one. I remember the NPCs, uh, and that's about it. There were yeah, some of them that yeah. were pretty fun. That's more or less everything I remember from it. I can't, I can barely remember the plot from the second one, to be honest. Uh, it's it's to find that hidden planet. Oh, that's right, and the guy fucks him all over to have the tool for himself. Yeah. God, that was dumb. Oh, it's a shitty twist. Take the Jedi with you, fuck off to a different continent. You don't have to be next to them. Yeah. It's a whole planet, man. Yeah. Take you and your kid, go to the other side, away from the temple, it's fine. Yeah. Why did you go to the fucking temple? Oh, God, it was dumb. Um, Yeah. But yeah, like, Ubisoft, I'm looking forward to 
their game just to see if they can pull it off. Because if they can, I, I'm guaranteeing this is their, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Audition to start getting more shit from um, yeah. the Star Wars universe. And if they knock it out of the water and then get a second job and do that well, then they're set for life there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and what's the... Um, there's only one Star Wars game that uh, EA is actually working on at the moment, which is the redo of Commandos? No, that got, that got shit canned. Um, I can't remember what, they, they are still working on one. Battlefield. Or so, the Battlefield yeah, but um, there's also a Battlefront. They're remaking the original Battlefront game, which is just I I can already see it being a live service and not being done properly and full of microtransactions, like the last one they made was. It all comes down to what they decide they want to do. All we know so far is that they're doing it. Hmm. It's supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah, and that. It's supposed to be everything that ever got released with the original Battlefront games, hmm. plus new content. Yeah, things like that's the thing with the, the big companies. I don't trust them anymore. No, when I when I hear plus additional content, I'm saying okay, you'll have like one or two skins because that's going to tick the box to the lawyers, which means you can get away with it. I don't trust them with anything. I. Even to I a point, there's... Ubisoft, I'm, I'm looking at skeptically. It's like, don't fuck this up. I want more Star Wars things. But, I think uh... there's like one, stu- one large studio I still trust to develop quality games. Yeah. And that's from some. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because they've not burnt me once. Yeah. Dark like... Souls, amazing. Dark Souls 2, amazing. Bloodborne, amazing. Dark Souls 3, amazing. Sekiro, amazing. Yeah. Elden Ring, amazing. They they have found they, their niche and they are playing it perfectly. They know <laughs> what they're doing. Hell, and, they even took a break and did Armor Core 6 and that was great too. Yeah. Right, like, I don't play those games because I suck at them, but I, I love watching other people play them. Like, I can appreciate the Souls franchise for how difficult and how like much skill goes into it. Um, and they are gorgeous games, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. they're, they're done perfectly. And the storylines are interesting. Like, I've done, yeah. like, a couple of, like, dives onto the lore occasionally. It's like, this is fucking weird. I like this. But, yeah. Oh. I think the the one with the best lore is actually Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to dive into that one, look up, uh, what is it, the Hellblood Hunt. Mm. That's the, the big community document that is the plot of Bloodborne and it's like wow this is so wonderfully twisted and connected and oh it's so good yeah that's always fun would, would highly recommend watching anyone some of the videos on the Pal Blood Hunt yeah uh, so EA's dumped like, more than 600 people into the market to find new jobs um, yeah. that's going to be interesting hopefully they jump off and make their own studio and do something fun uh, who knows we can hope Honestly, that that's all we can really do. Uh, Although it, that doesn't always mean something necessarily good happens. That is true. Sometimes we had a bunch of uh, guys leave Blizzard. Mm. Oh, I need to look up what the game is called. They made an RTS. I think it's called Stormfront. That sounds very familiar. But like, I want to say that I remember that didn't do well. So. What happened is they kickstarted it. They, they mm. essentially kickstarted it and got a bunch of money from that. Yeah. And then they uh, got investors to get more money. And now they're like, we need more money. So if you put money in, you can potentially, you're essentially buying shares. Yeah. At, at like, which point, how much how- money do you need? How much money went to Hookers and Blow exactly, guys? Come on. Just, just be honest. We, It was bound to happen. I mean, they're still doing better than Cloud Imperium Games. Oh, fuck. That, that oh, God. That's a shit show. We're not going to relitigate that. We say it every time. Star Citizen needs to fucking die. It's not coming out. It, it's, it's a pyramid scheme. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it seems like it's so much more like an MLM. 
Yeah, actually, you're not wrong. Fuck. Because the pyramid scheme has no product. Yeah, they keep putting out just enough to be like, we're still working on it. It's See, still it's a not thing, a scam. Guys. Occasionally, it doesn't break everything. Only for twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, we're never going to stop shitting in that game. No, no, we're not. Until it comes out and it turns out to be amazing, then we will eat crow publicly. It'd be great. Uh, yeah, but until that happens, fuck him. Although, there was a topic I was going to eat a whole bunch of crow on right up until it stopped being something that was like that. Yeah, which is kind of funny. We kept forgetting to talk about this. I kept forgetting to talk about Halo. Yeah. Because season two's out, the first three episodes dropped, and I was actually pretty impressed. Yeah. The characters seem to be better. When they're in combat, they keep fucking helmets on. Yes. And guess what? They can emote well. You don't have to take the helmet off for that. Who the thought like it's not like the mandalorian and a bunch of other shit have already shown us this i know but they start they had a plenty of stuff with them out of the armor but it was like around the base in the yeah. barracks talking to commanders it's like this is an appropriate time for them not to be in armor yeah makes sense and they're wearing things apart from weird body suits for once yeah the, they actually look like they wear quasi military style fatigues yeah it's all yeah. kind of in that like military olive green mm, so yeah. it's close enough without having to come up with an entire like uniform design for patches and stuff it's casual army gear essentially yeah so that was really good they uh in the previous season one of the characters got really hurt mm. and they're still dealing with it in season two and they actually started talking about like this is what it what happens to spartans who wash out of the spartan program yeah Maybe you need to leave the Spartan program because your injuries are holding you back. Mm. And they showed a Spartan who had washed out. He became blind. He now runs the Spartan gym. Yeah. So it's really cool showing all this like potential additional world building, which you never get in a game because you can't have a, oh, yes, I'm playing the depressed Spartan who wants out. Yeah. It's hard. You got to play the hero. You got to have the power fantasy when you're in like an actual game. Yeah, so this is actually fertile ground for a TV show to explore. Mm. Yeah. And then episode four comes out. So the whole thing's been a build-up to the attack on Reach. Mm. And I actually thought it was really cool, because they did all this really nice build-up with the idea that the Covenant have been using outer colonies as, like, a test bed. Yeah. Like, this is how you fight humans. You need to take out the communications, and then you hit power infrastructure, and then you start actually attacking. They've been grinding for experience in the outer... Yeah. <laughs> so when they do the attack on Reach, it's fucking seamless. Hmm. And then episode four is the attack goes off. It is a garbage episode oh. in which they basically just murder characters for no reason. The blind Spartan turns out to be gay. Him and his gay lover die two minutes apart from each other. Oh, All to motivate the Spartan who was thinking of quitting being a Spartan. They fringed and buried the gays twice in one episode. That's just abysmal. Uh, we should probably mention what fridging is in case we've confused someone there. So it's from a Green Lantern comic, I want to say. I think it was Green Lantern. I'm pretty sure it was. Essentially, the main character's girlfriend gets murdered and crammed into a fridge. Yeah. And it's only done as a motivation point for the main character. Hmm. So while some people only associate fridging with a romantic interest, it has kind of become this catch-all term for, did you kill that character for a good reason or just to motivate another character? Yeah. If you if it's just for motivation purposes, that character got fridged. Yeah. And Absolutely. there's a, a trope in media called bury the gays where if you have a gay character, they get killed. So you don't have to have the gay characters anymore. Yeah. So they took the two gay characters and fridge one them. of them dies and then the other one dies all just to motivate Riz, the character who was who was thinking of quitting being a Spartan. Yeah. And the so, weird thing is like I I I read the Fall of Reach books and uh, the book for it is it's great. And the Battle of Reach a lot of Spartans do die. Um because it's meant to be the Spartans hold the planet to the end until it's glassed with them on it. Um, mm. 
But it's one of those things where we've only seen like four Spartans in this series so far. Oh no, no! In this in this season, they show that there's a lot more. Oh, they have multiple teams of Spartans. Because mm. like the first Halo game kicks off right after Reach's glass. That's when they get to the Halo. Mm. Um, they they jump from Reach in a panic and just end up there because they're following directions that have been breadcrumbed to them. Mm. Uh, and that's the reason why Chief is so powerful. He's the last Spartan left. Everyone else is either dead or in like cryogenic stasis, or were Spartans who washed out. Um, one of them, I think, was their tactician on one of the ships in like the second game, was a Spartan who failed the physical portion because the surgery fucked him up so badly. I don't think you actually meet any of those ones in game. I think they're mentioned somewhere, but I can't remember. Uh, like any it's been Spartan a long time doesn't... since I played Halo. Anytime, I know from the books, anytime mm. a Spartan doesn't succeed through the Spartan, I think it's three program? Yeah. Or is it a Spartan two program? I can't remember which one they're up to. Uh, they're up to, the it's Spartan one were the Helldivers, Spartan two was Chief, Spartan three was a the ones that were coming okay, after the sorry. last, and then the, four were the ones to come back and later. The Spartan two program, anyone who washed out of that, but didn't die, basically either became an Oni operative, or just went into, like, military tactics. Yeah, because they still had the brilliant mind of a Spartan, essentially. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like you in the, sh you don't hear about that stuff in the games, and it's not even mm. really in the book. So it was really cool seeing them doing it in the show, and then they yeah. just eighty six the whole fucking plotline. Yeah, which is somewhat sad because they they could have fucking zoned in on that shit to actually get some like nice drama out of it, but no. Oh, uh, and like there's a. This is also the episode where their commander Keys kills himself. Oh, fun! So there's a there's an entire military transport full of civilians, mm. and there's jackals attacking, and like all the uh, military guys have been trying to fight them back, keep so the civilians can get away. And they realize that the fueling hose is still connected to the ship, mm. so Keys has to go out and disconnect it. And of course, they want to have an epic moment. So, the jackals just don't kill him. Okay. So he can disconnect the, the, the fuel line, but not turn it off, so that when he lights a cigarette, it all explodes. But they wanted the shot so bad, they just have him walk out there, a military commander of your enemy force, yeah. in front of the enemies who were just seconds ago slaughtering anyone they saw, just don't. Long enough for him to disconnect it, let the gas run for a couple seconds, and then blow them up. God damn, that's just lazy writing. It's so stupid. Why? I think it's like, from what you were telling me, like, because we were talking about this on, like, our normal catch-up. I'm saying like too much, but my brain mm. just caught on to it. Um, but you were sitting, sitting there going, I, I think I have to eat crow. Like, oh shit, I, this means that I may also have to eat crow on this one. Mm. Uh, but, you know... Then they decided to save us from that and shoot yeah. themselves in the foot. So. Also, like, there's this big, like, question mark in the front in the series right now because the only operative who took over from Halsey mm. used Cortana, who got ripped out of Chief, by the way. Oh, I don't know really how, since in this one she's surgically implanted. Yeah, I was gonna say how'd that happen? She was like in his brain. Yeah, they skipped over that one pretty quick. Uh, he used her to run some kind of simulation, hmm. which, as far as he knows, means they can't defend Reach. They have to leave it and yeah. just accept the L. Okay. Okay, so what's the simulation? What did you learn? Like, what is this? They just keep not they keep referencing it, but they don't want to say what it was. Yeah. It, essentially, it's really dumb. It, it sounds like it's their version of the prophecy foretold we had to run yeah. away. It's like, yeah. what did the prophecy say, though? Uh, uh, we have to go over there now. It's like yeah. the the prophecy that uh, was always in Harry Potter in the second half of the book series. So it, yes, it's, the great prophecy. What I hate about say? it. Yeah, the thing that's dumb about it though is like there's some genuinely really good scenes that are based off it. Yeah, because like his father's on reach, hmm. and his dad has Alzheimer's, so he doesn't remember everything. Yeah. He doesn't remember things like his sister and mother are dead. Hmm. In the last scene, because he can't take his father with him, 
yes, I'm going to spoil this really nice scene. Fuck you, you weren't watching the show anyway. <laughs> uh, he comes to see his dad and he's like, this is the last time I can come and see you. Hmm. Um, you remember what we talked about? Yep, yep, I actually remember that bit because it's the bit where you tell me I'm going to die. Yeah. But what he does is he gives him the tablet to, to unalive himself. Hmm. And he brings in a flash clone of his sister. Ah. So that in the last moments, his dad, who doesn't remember she's actually dead, can sit with his sister mm. while he dies. Oh, that's lovely. And it's like, damn it, man, that is a great, very well done scene. Mm. Based off your bullshit prophecy crap. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, it's always annoying when things do that. With like little scattered redeeming features in something. It's like, you are ruining a thing I like, but I like this one scene. You did that mm. good. If that didn't have the branding on it of Halo, I would have enjoyed that a lot more. Yeah, but, uh. I, like genuinely, I like if you want to, if you can find a YouTube of it or something. Yeah, I recommend like just watch that one scene. It's actually pretty well done. That's fair. Do we want to get back onto like topics we were actually planning to talk about? Probably a good idea, actually. So, uh, Nintendo suing a Switch emulator. Look, like, we kind of knew this was going to happen when these guys started making money. Yeah. So, right. they don't get to make the Kazar defense, as yeah. I tend to refer it as. Which is the, we made a thing, but we're not responsible for what our users do with it. Yeah. It's not because, our fault they did it. It's, you know, we can't be held liable. Because the creators of it are taking money from a Patreon for it, so. Yeah. You're being paid that means that they can sue you now yeah because that's like the only reason we ever had other like the old ds emulators and that kind of stuff these guys released them for free they made money other places but not on yeah. the emulation um so it's like you flew a bit too close to the sun there guys you got a bit too greedy with that yeah because their patron is um if people pay for it and, and vote on what they want, they'll make it or something, isn't it? Or I can't remember. They don't actually say <clears> this <throat> article. Because if it's the guys I'm thinking of, I can never remember. I know there's one patron that it's like a coders on demand kind of thing. It's like, we want this made. And the... They can uh, you get, so I opened up their Patreon. Yeah. Uh, you know, $2, you just support them. Hmm. $8.50. This, this is an Australian dollar reduce, by the way. So at eight fifty, you get early access to releases. At sixteen fifty, you get early access with um, daily updates and access to special features. Yeah, and they have a forty dollars tier, which is all of that stuff. But you know, tech support, and Discord. Essentially, they're supporting your ability to use this to pirate stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, the minute you guys decided to do that. Well, Big Daddy Nintendo was coming for you sooner or later. Yeah, because Big Daddy Nintendo only starts fights they know they can win. Hence yeah. the reason Pal World is still a thing. Yeah. They they look at that going, yeah, we can't win that fight outright. And we don't be slugging in the streets for too long because that makes us look bad as well. We'll hmm. leave that be. But these little fuckers in the corner over here, we can vent our frustration on them. So, speaking of Pal World... Mm. I've seen a, a trailer for a game. I've got to vamp for a second. I've got to find the title of this game. Fair. I'll see what I can think. Like, I, all I can imagine is you know how like Disney, um, they punch down a lot. Like Disney will sue oh, yeah. anyone if they can, and they have the money and lawyers to make that last forever. And they don't care if people you know get shitty at them because at this point, who's going to stop them? So, if you're caught drawing Mickey Mouse in the cafe next to a Disney lawyer, they're going to slap you. Yeah. Uh, but Nintendo will see you doing this going, mm, did you sell this to someone? Are you doing commission? No? Mm. Okay, I'll leave you be. And we'll then fade unless into the it's, again. Unless it's a little too close, because, like, you know, they took down things like Pokemon Uranium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Pokemon Uranium was so close to a Pokemon oh. game, you could easily confuse it for one. It also had the word Pokemon in it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, and a Pokemon game, like the one that fucking Peter made, no one's questioning that that's a Pokemon game. 
But yeah. Pokemon Uranium, aside from the nuclear theme, sprite work was on point. Mm-hmm. Audio was mini tunes. It looked like a Pokemon game. It, if you did not know, you could theoretically yeah. assume that Game Freak put out a game called Pokemon Uranium. It had the soul of a Pokemon game. It was really weird. I loved it. So, I found the trailer I was looking for. Oh, nice. This game called Kingmaker. Oh, that sounds familiar. So, here's the bit. Medieval Europe. Mm. This person has arisen and they will they have become the kingmaker. They're helping people they're, you know, killing armies off and, and setting people on the throne. You know who the person is? Who? A dude with a whole pile of guns and a time traveling pickup truck. <laughs> I love that. I love I am that not so kidding. much. This is a real game. Oh, it starts that's out perfect. The tra- oh, I will put the trailer in the show notes. It starts out with all this like old English stuff over the top of it, and then mm. like hard cuts to a, you know, you going eighty eight miles an hour, and then appearing in a battlefield, just running motherfuckers <laughs> down before the dude jumps out with an AK forty seven, starts murdering knights. Oh, that's amazing, and I kind of want that game now. I know, right? Oh, it's perfect. Sorry, when you mentioned Power World, it was like, oh wait, I know another game that's done the thing but guns. The, the great thing is it works. If you just put a little bit of random absurdity into something, you can make some fun shit. Oh yeah. Like, not everything has to be serious. You can just be a guy with a time-traveling pickup and a bunch of guns. It's fun. Yeah. Oh. And because, you know, he's got guns and a pickup truck, like, no medieval army can stand to him. So yeah. he's become the kingmaker. Which is fair. Oh, God, that's dumb. Yeah. Like I said, I'll put the trailer in the show notes. It's fucking great. Uh, But yeah, no, these guys, we knew they were going to get shut down the second they started making money from this, and Nintendo will not stand for that. No, no. And, I mean, rightly so. Yeah. They don't have a leg to stand on. We provided software that bypasses Nintendo's security and encryption, and we're getting paid for it. Yeah. Like, there is no way they can not be sued. I don't know why they thought this was a smart idea. Yeah. They, they're going to get fucked. Oh, yeah, definitely. Talking about companies that can get fucked, Netflix is looking to raise its prices again, despite the fact that it is increasing its market share right now. Uh, the second they claw back any credibility, they decide to fuck themselves again. Like, because everyone's like, we don't want to deal with Netflix anymore. It's too expensive, and all your, sh- your all the stuff you're making is shit. And then they started making better quality stuff, and people, were like, all right, maybe it's worth the extra money now. We'll go back and check it out. And now it's going to be what, like twenty five dollars or something Australian? It's something. Uh, give me a moment. It's going from the basic plan. This is. I'm pretty sure this is in American money. So yeah, let me do a quick. There's also the fact that they're still pushing that um, one account bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like, well, that according hasn't gone to, away. According to them, the reason they didn't do a price increase last year was because they did that, and that was got them the money they needed. They don't need money. They so want cur- more money. That's the thing. Currently, the basic plan for, for Netflix in Australian dollar dues is $15.37. Mm-hmm. They want to increase it to $18.40. That's still not great. Yeah. Less than what I thought, but still not great. Yeah, but that's like per month. And yeah. now you can't share your account with anyone. Yeah, so you can't effectively share like the load of that across three different people and just yeah. share the account. Which is fucking dumb, and I hate it. It just means that more people are donning the tricorn hat again. So I'm I'm waiting for them to get shitty and say, "Oh, we have to raise the prices because piracy." Like, no, fuck yourself. Like you you have forced people into this again. It's the same reason people are stealing shit from Coles and Woolies. Like, if you make things too expensive, we're gonna take it. We are a country that has descended from criminals. What do you expect from us? I remember there was a statistic many years ago, back when Game of Thrones was was good. (laughs) So around season two, then. Yeah, 
yeah. that sh- that said that on release day, Australians made up forty percent of piracy for that in like something like the first twelve hours. Yeah, absolutely. Because we like there was no functional like not even uh, was it uh, OzStar was airing it same day. Yeah, that, and yeah, given the fact like an extra week or something it was horrible. Yeah, and given the fact that I think everyone remembers back when Game of Thrones was good, like it was the cultural touchstone. Yeah, the episode came out and you watched it because everyone was going to be talking about it the next day. The internet would spoil everything within seconds. So Australians were like, "Well, there's no good way to watch it, so we're going to have to pirate it." Yeah, we're going to have to find a way, and we did. We found ways. And then on Star was like. We've got simulcast on this now. And everyone's like, awesome, you're still shit. Yeah, but the people who had Ozstar were like, okay, I don't have to download the episodes. Anymore. Things like the people with Ozstar are just like 60-year-olds now. Well, even then. Like, we only had Ozstar because I think it was like grandfathered in at one point. Probably. Fuck. I mean, we try- We, uh, me and a couple other housemates a house or two ago tried Foxtel. It was like, nah, man, this is... This is some hot trash right now. like, after any kind of streaming, you can't go back to Ostar or Foxtel. Oh, no. no because no, no. you can't go from on-demand of, I want to watch this thing now, to, I'm just going to flip through a bunch of channels that might have something I like on them. Mm. Like, I set up a, a, a Nintendo... No, about to say Nintendo Shield. It's not a Nintendo Shield. Goddamn Nintendo, Nintendo Shields. Shield. Nvidia Shield for my mom because I could program all the streaming sites onto it for her. Yeah. So she didn't have to remember everything. Uh, for a little while, she the remote wasn't working. Hmm. Ended up getting it fixed. It all works now. But she couldn't use the thing and she had to go back to normal TV. And I just got a text message being like, I can't do normal TV. You have to come over and fix this. Yeah. You can't go back. And that's where they've got us, I think. That, that's how... <laughs> That's how they're justifying these price hikes in their head. Like, they can't go back to normal TV. Like, that that's dead now. Yeah, pretty much. As like, much as I hate saying it, because, like, not everyone can afford that. And I, I'm a big proponent of the ABC and SBS, mm. which are our government-subsidized channels. But ads, man. I can't yeah. do ads, man. <laughs> At the same time, ABC uh, does have their own on-demand service now, and you can just yeah. iView is one of the best. Yeah, I was watching Doctor Who on that for ages. I loved it. It yeah. was completely free. It's like fuck yeah, hundred uh, percent. That Nemesis documentary I was talking about—that's on there. Nice. They get a lot of British programming because the ABC and the BBC are basically in bed with each other. Yeah. So we get a lot of good stuff, which is pretty. If good. you're look. Everyone's got a fucking VPN this day, these days. VPN into Australia, watch iView. Go and watch some Round the Twist. Go on, do it. You know you want to. I mean, go watch our best cultural output that's happened in the past couple of years. We've got all of Bluey, including the episodes the Americans banned. Oh, I forgot they had they banned episodes. Because they don't they don't have the um the the one where Chili's sister mm-hmm. Uh, where they basically say that Chili's sister can't have kids. Yeah. And there's another one used to do with pregnancy that they don't allow either. Like it's a miscarriage or something. I don't think it's the miscarriage. I can't remember if it's a miscarriage episode or not. Either way. I know know the the one with Chili's sister is one of the ones that's not allowed overseas. Yeah. But it's all on iView. It's a VPN away. Do your kids a favor and show them Bluey if you haven't. Yes, make them watch the tiny blue dog and you know, learn feelings and such. It, it, look, you'll hate it way less than watching Paw Patrol for the 9 oh. millionth time. Look, get to this point, it's... Bluey, even as an adult, you can watch it going, Ha! That's kind of funny. Like, I've seen clips of it because I live in a, a apartment-rich environment, so there's a bunch of people around who have kids, and all social media gathers data from around you. So there's always kids watching, like, Bluey and shit in my building. Uh, which means that if I'm on TikTok or Instagram, random things of Bluey pop up. It's like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And they started being funny. It's like, mm. how dare you? How yeah. dare you? 
and like artistically some of the episodes are, are like gold tier what i love uh there's the episode where uh bluey goes like with their family out camping and she meets a french dog called jean-claude or jean um the best part about that is if you switch the language of that episode to french he speaks english yeah and i love that it makes it it's great because you can actually find out what the fuck he was saying because that was annoying me for so long because it's not subtitled i just like that they bothered to change the language to maintain the concept of the episode that they don't speak the same language yeah it was great i loved it i think the best artistic episode though is uh, it's called sleepy time mm. it's about a dream that bingo which is one of the kids has and like artistically it is fucking peerless in the entire run of the show so far yeah um because they use a lot of imagery like they have uh bingo come out of they they show the solar system they have the uh, sort of the earth cracks open like an egg to reveal bingo Hmm. and they show you mercury and venus and they're both already cracked (laughs) so it's heavily implied that uh venus was bluey yeah. And Mercury was the miscarriage that's in, that's in the show. Yeah, it's implied. Because the show creators have... No, show creators have confirmed it. Oh, they actually confirmed it, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair. Because I remember, like, the um, one thing that everyone was banking on that was the episode where, I think it's, like, Bingo's pretending to be pregnant and the balloon pops under a shirt. Yeah. Um, and Bandit just grabs the mother's hand. Yeah. It's like, oh, ho, ho, duh. That got tweeted to the creators and they confirmed that that's what that was. Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. So, that's why the fan theory is like Mercury, that's the the child they don't have. Yeah. And Bingo goes on this like adventure through the universe before returning to Earth and going back in because she goes back to bed. Yeah. It's it's an amazingly done episode. The imagery is fantastic. Like if you don't if you watch no episodes other than Sleepy Time, like that's probably one of their artistically best ones. Oh, definitely. And then, of course, if you've ever heard the uh, the unicorn like, meme, that's where it's from. Which one? The uh, unicorn. Uh, is it the um, unihorse? No, unicorn. Uh, what's the actual one? Unihorse. Uh, unihorse. Uh, what's your favorite food? Children. Oh yeah, the the puppet thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where it's from, and I I love that came from a kids show. That was great. But, uh, I mean, we've talked about Blue before. It's an amazing show. We have. Like, it's a, go watch it. But they did the smart thing. They put a bunch of adult content into their like adult jokes or adult level humor, but it's hidden behind that maturity wall that kids can't comprehend it properly. Mm. So even if you're stuck watching this with a kid, you can at least like some things. Yeah. It's not the kids who found this background stuff of the cracked, uh, the cracked other planet or the um, you know, bandit grabbing the hand. It's the parents yeah. stuck watching it with their kids. So they yeah, sprinkled the kids, in little backstories. It's like, it's like they have different planets quote unquote representing like other characters in the episode. Yeah. Because there's a bit where like uh, I think they go to Jupiter. Mm. And Bingo's, like, playing with it because it's liquid for some reason. Yeah. And then it cuts to the real world where she's slapping Bandit. Because <laughs> the implication is that Bandit is Jupiter. Yeah. Because he's yeah, a they just they cut to this and it's just slapping Bandit upside the head. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, I like the mother is the son because you don't like you. Hmm. Makes sense. Like I said, watch the episode. It's really fucking good. Yeah. But uh, it's one of those things that, like, if you are outside of Australia, find a way to watch it. Because we have exported that show to basically the four corners uh, of the It's Earth on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It's fucking everywhere at this point. Um, I know it's in the UK. It made a big splash over there. The, apparently yeah. the Americans love it. Yeah. Um, they just don't get all the slang. Yeah. They they just don't understand that. Like, these guys had, like, the Americans had to redub Mad Max, for fuck's sake. They don't understand our accent. Like, that yeah. was dumb. Muppets. That's a good show, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, what other nonsense do we have to talk about today? Uh, well, how about we do something to do with a game studio that's actually positive? I like this. This is a new thing. So, Remedy's taken control of the IP of, for Control. I love this. Uh, back from 505 Games, which is I like surprising. this. 
Uh, I, I love Control. Control was great. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Great game. Uh, the only issue I have with it is the sepia filter it has over it causes me to have a migraine if I play it for more than two hours. Uh, apart from that, love the game. And, I mean, we're going to get another one. By all accounts, Alan Wake 2 is fantastic. Still mm. an epic jail, so I still haven't played it. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just... Waiting for things to get out of epic territory <laughs> is fucking annoying. Especially if it's something you want. Yeah. Because even, like, eventually when it does come out, like, a year later, and it's like, you've cooled on what, you know, your enthusiasm for it. It's like, it, it causes games to die prematurely. Yeah. Well... It can, and it can also give them a second chance. Yeah, true. Depends. If yeah. it's if it's something big enough, people will wait, and I get the feeling Alan Wake Two will do fine. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't have something that can really pull a draw card just because it got out of Epic Jail, you basically just shut yourself. Yeah. Although that does remind me, did Epic get hacked recently? Yeah. It's kind of a non-story right now. Nothing's really come out of it yet. I'm assuming a bunch of private information for 12-year-olds playing Fortnite's been leaked. Uh, yeah, yeah, username, fucking passwords, all that jazz. All that fun you know, stuff. usual someone hacked a game company shit. Pretty much. I mean, what are they going to do? Like, actually, no, they, they hacked it just to get access to Alan Wake 2. That, that's why. <laughs> they just accidentally grabbed a bunch of private information instead of the game. Wrong directory. <laughs> It's mostly because, like, nothing's come of it yet. Like, yeah. they haven't, like, released the codes or, they, yeah, or anything. So. There's there's not been any, um... No one's taken responsibility for No, 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 no. Someone's taking credit. Oh, did they? They just haven't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just haven't done anything with it yet. Ah, okay. So just sitting there being all mysterious. Like, yeah, so... What will we do with this information? At which point, uh, that says to me, this is useless information. Well, it's only... Well, because it only really matters to Epic. Yeah. Pretty much. I it's... don't think they got, like, credit card info or anything like that. Yeah. Honestly, one day, I want someone to hack into one of those systems and just release the the amount of data they harvest on people. Like, just yeah. getting into Apple or Google, like, this is what they harvest from you on a daily basis. All. Yeah. All. All of it. Forever. My phone is currently recording this podcast without me knowing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I hope I the guy who's assigned to listen to us at least likes the podcast. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the guy listening to us from Facebook. Yeah. One day we just got a, a note from Facebook. It's like, we really like your thing. Like, you've never seen it. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, I think we'll go to our last story for this week. And... It, it's 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 absurd. Like I... absurd is fun. So, company in England wanted to run a Willy Wonka themed event. <laughs> they planned to have this whole big thing. It was advertised as this wonderfully enriching day out for the kids. Uh, dreams come to life. They used like AI images to try and like uh, advertise as well. So these images looked amazing. It looked like a great place. And then, yeah, it turned out to just be an empty warehouse with like pictures, thumbtacked to walls, a, and a rainbow bouncy arch, castle, like a bouncy. It reminded me so much of that um, off-brand TwitchCon from that chick who got banned from TwitchCon for being a yeah. bitch. Uh, and it had the like the, the I it was probably the same ball pit to be honest, probably just the same area. Um, they had the ball pit someone pissed in apparently. Yeah. And strangely enough, the children's event ball pit didn't get pissed in. Like, what does that say about us nerds? Oh, at least the people who turned... Oh, Tanacon! That was what it That's was. That's the thing! Yes, Tanacon! I think, it, I think it makes more criticism of the people who like Tana, but you yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, like, the cops were called to this thing because parents were, rightly so fucking furious about this not just like if it had been free I'd have been like look come on suck it up it yeah. was free absolutely no 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 they charged 35 pounds which using the rough conversion you do for England which is roughly double it to get to dollar dues yeah we're talking 70 bucks a ticket that's per child that's per fucked that is fucked but it gets worse, considering what was their uh, response to all of this? 
I will read you their response. Today has been a very stressful and frustrating day for many, and for that we are truly sorry. Unfortunately, last minute we were let down in many areas of our event and tried our best to continue and push through and now realize we probably should have cancelled first things morning instead. We fully apologize for what has happened and will give full refunds to each and every person that purchased tickets. We planned a fabulous event that just did not take shape as planned, and for that we are truly sorry. We are devastated at how it turned out and understand people's anger and frustrations that everyone had. Refunds have already started being issued, the rest should be over should be over the coming days. We again truly sorry to everyone. Like it I don't know why, but it rings like hollow to me. I, yeah. I it's the wording, I swear. Um, Look, it going... sounds too it's like script is not the right word. It sounds like someone's put into chat GPT, like uh write us an apology note about a event that went bad. And it's crapped that out. It, it's so bad because it's not like a little bit went wrong. It's not like, yeah. oh, we had a guy who was like the perfect Willy Wonka and he broke his leg this morning. Yeah. So we're sorry, you're not going to have a cool guy running you around the event. Yeah. That's a thing doesn't line up. Yeah. Your event wasn't even in the same fucking ballpark. This was essentially a off-white painted warehouse with some random streamers and off-brand like tesco inflatable arches around yeah it was something that a like i could understand this being a shitty kids like birthday party level of decoration that's oh, yeah. where it would fit in yeah but as an event no an event you paid 70 bucks to go to like that's just to get in the door guaranteed food and everything else would have been fucking so much more but ah. Uh, it's fucked it's so fucked this like if I was organising any event and I'd sent out all the advertising and everything else and I'd walked into that location to check on things because that's what you do before you start uh, the event starts if I walked in and saw that I would cancel yeah it'd be like this is a wash we can't do this if we do this we'll be hung from those rafters the like the parents will not go for this the kids will not accept this yeah no amount of imagination can make this a chocolate factory like someone was just hoping enough people would take the l yeah and that it wouldn't go any further yeah completely forgetting that most people are kind of sick of taking the l and wasting money so this backfired spectacularly for them if they've been charging like maybe 20 bucks not saying it would work, but like twenty bucks, maybe twenty bucks. Uh, most people can wash off. Like they, they can say, "Look, that that sucks," but I'm not going to cause a stink over twenty bucks. But yeah. for seventy bucks Australian, even if we're being charitable and saying sixty bucks Australian, mm. no. If I put sixty bucks in, I want that product. I recently had to deal with like Steam uh, because I bought a a game that will not run. It just keeps getting a disk error. And every time I went to Steam support, like, ah, oh, there's nothing we can do. Go contact your local support. Like, no. Other games function. This one does not. Either refund me my money or tell me how to fix it. Because I've tried everything you've said. It doesn't work. And eventually I got the refund. Uh, but it was like pulling teeth. And that was just for 40 bucks. Yeah. I, I will fight for 40 bucks because I need that money. It's I mean, required I a, to live. I think a good example, uh, a couple months back, we went to this uh, Oddities Expo. Mm. 25 bucks to get in. Yeah. I want to say the thing was bad. We had a good day out. We enjoyed but ourselves. it wasn't what I think was advertised. No, we were expecting like a lot more of a, uh, not museum, but like a display of weird things. I think we were expecting a little more like a, a big swap meet. Yeah, yeah. And what we got instead was a bunch of overpriced stalls. Yeah. Granted, we bought some stuff, because uh, we're weird, and there were some weird things there. Not going to lie. It was definitely... There was... It, what was advertised was there. Interesting, mm. weird shit. Yeah. Just not on the scale that they made it seem like they had. 
Yeah, we also found some interesting shit that wasn't advertised, like the, uh, what was it, the, I bought a needlework thing, which was, um, a, like, Halloween, Christmassy kind of wreath, I think it was great. Mm. Uh, but the point being, patches, it was good. we went to an underwhelming event, but at 25 bucks, we were like, we still had a good day out. Yeah. 25 bucks we could do. If that had been 40 bucks, I'd have been pissed. I'd have been pissed. And if yeah. it had been 70 bucks, I'd have been like, someone owes me money. Oh, fuck yes. I'd have been walking back out going, get, I want money back. That's, that's you know, false advertising. What the fuck, man? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I completely understand where these guys are like, no, 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 no. We paid way too much money for this bullshit. This yeah. is fucked. Absolutely. It's just horrible. Because when I saw that um, news article that John Doe linked us, uh, I thought it's like, oh, okay. At a glance, I'm thinking, oh, what is this? Maybe they re uh, redid the tunnel scene for all the kids, and that's what traumatized them. No, wasn't that? You know, what, you know what my first thought when I saw Willy Wonka event? What? Why do a bunch of parents want to pay for their kids to get killed? <laughs> actually, yes, that was the next thing I thought of. Were they actually killing the children? Is that why they're upset? <laughs> Oh no, my kid didn't fall in a chocolate river and get sucked into the pipeworks. Like, like, oh, where's that pipe go? The trash compactor. Ah, <laughs> that's funny, but actually, where is my child? Like, the trash compactor. Oh, so dumb. So dumb. Uh, it, was, it was horrible. I, I feel really bad for anyone who had to suffer through that. Because, like, yeah. getting the money back is great. I like the fact that getting the money back, provided it all goes through. But can you imagine that this is an event for kids and it's only going to be really young kids. These parents have bundled these kids up into cars, which is already difficult to do. Oh, uh, yeah. We have enough friends with kids and like family with kids to I know how difficult you, that is. The only way they got him in that car was we're going to the Willy Wonka thing. Yeah, we're going to the candy factory. Uh, the, you know, the chocolate factory. Let's go and have fun. It's going to be a great day. You've got to hype kids up for this shit. And then you get there for that disappointment... You then have to deal with tantrums, crying. You have to explain to your kids what this is. That is a shit day. You have essentially ruined what should have been a nice, happy day for hundreds of families, I'm assuming. I don't know how many people are going. They don't state how many people went. Yeah, but it, it's enough to make you think, like, this has ruined enough people's day. And by that point, fuck yeah, I'd be calling the cops <coughs> as well, because that's clearly a scam. Yeah. Like... And that's what people were alleging. Like, we we got scammed out of 70 bucks. Can you just come down and yell at these people? Fuck. Yeah. But, oh, like, horrible. And I really hope whoever tried getting away with this gets, like, smacked around a bit. It'd be great. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, maybe they'll trip down some stairs and we'll be happy. We can dream. Well, on that one, I think we'll uh, round things out. We're out past an hour. Excellent. So, uh, y'all have a good one. Bye.